Brad Stevens isn't just building a roster. He's eliminating excuses. And I'm going to run those down right now in the Locked On Celtics podcast. Rain and Jay's back with the vengeance at all the real Celtics fans in attendance. This is the truth like 34. It's like walking in the garden when you hear the roars. Crowd goes crazy. Most in-depth coverage on the daily, mainly podcast royalty. The content kings. When you talking about the franchise with 17 rings, focus like Danny at the deadline. Global, but it got a local feel like the red line, the blue line, the green line. Play it in between time. I'ma throw my C's jersey on in the meantime and press play. When the F's done, I can't wait until the next day. Trying to stay in tune with the C's, that's the best way. Melly. Hey there, welcome back to the Locked On Celtics Podcast. Thank you for making the show part of your daily routine, whatever it is that you're doing right now, whether you're listening to the show through your headphones, walking the dog, driving to work, taking a shower, watching the show on YouTube like so many more people are. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for doing that and including me in your Celtics experience. I'm John Corrales. I cover the team for the Boston Sports Journal. I've written a book called The Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars, now available everywhere books are sold. It's a great gift idea. Buy a personalized one on johncorrales.com for 30 bucks. Today, I'm going to talk about a piece that I wrote on Boston Sports Journal. Looking at the moves that Brad Stevens made and looking at it from a different perspective. Because yes, he's putting a roster together. But I don't know if this was a conscious move or a subconscious move, a reaction to last year. But as I looked at the roster and looked at the moves... What he's really doing is, or what he's also doing, I should say, is eliminating excuses. Eliminating the excuses that were going to be storylines going into this season. Each one of these moves eliminated a potential question, a thing for people like me as I cover the team and and look for potential storylines. I'm looking at, well, what about this? What about that? What about is the the heart of a lot of the stuff that beat writers like me do? People who cover the team like me, especially when you're covering the team like I do on a daily basis, doing this show Monday through Friday. Uh, this show, by the way, free, always free, available across all platforms. Make sure that you're checking it out wherever you want. But when you're doing a daily thing, when I'm writing things daily, even as the off-season progresses – even through August, as I'm looking for storylines, it's what about, what about this? What about Marcus Smart as the starting point guard? What about this? What if, what if this scenario, this kind of like hypothetical is what drives a lot of our coverages, our, our columns, our, our types of, you know, looking at this team and analyzing it, trying to break it down. Because the more you ask the question, what about this? What if that? The more you're getting to the heart of, all right, what's really going on here? What are the possibilities? What different avenues can this go? And so much of what I do is trying to look at all of the possibilities here. When something happens, I'm trying to tell you, because you're watching me, you're saying, hey, John, explain this to me, man. You know, let, let's go. Like You listen to other podcasts. Some people have conversations, and you really love those fun conversations, which I try to have here from time to time, but I'm one of the solo hosts. I like to explain a lot of things. So you come to me for a lot of explanations, trying to get takes that, that make sense. I hope that makes sense. And so I have to look at this and say, all right, here are all of the things. Here are all, are all of the offshoots 
that this can go, all the ways that this can go, all the different motivations behind certain things. And so I look at Brad Stevens offseason. I say, you know what? Everything he's done chops off one of the storylines going into next season. For example, one of the things that I would have talked about next season after this past season was Brad Stevens, the coach. How much more time does he have to push this team forward? How much more time does Brad have before the real hot seat talk starts to come in? Last year, we started to hear a bunch of it. This year coming in, it would have been a totally legitimate question to ask, all right, Brad's been here for like seven years. How much more time does he have before the frustrations mount for him, for the team, and things start to not work out? So what does he do? Once, once Danny Ainge is, is on his way out, and he said on the radio on WEI on Tuesday that he heard back in April or so that, that Danny was gonna was thinking about stepping down, that he started to really look into this and say, you know what, this is a job that I would want. Why, does it, why is it a job that he would want? Well, I know for a fact that he was frustrated with the way things were going as far as COVID and traveling in bubbles and, and not being able to bring your family places. Brad's a strong family man. And so that wore on him. He was worn down by a lot of that stuff. He won't admit it, but that's true. I know he was. And part of the, I think, appeal to coaching, and this is just a guess now, is that he had this certain control, a certain dynamic that I'm not sure that he was able to connect with these guys or, or thought that he could connect those, with those guys on another level, the level that they needed to be pushed to their best. So rather than go through the hot seat stuff and say, yeah, I'm going to stick around and be the coach, you find yourself a new GM and then we'll, we'll figure it out. He said, you know what, I am going to take that, that front office job and I'm going to search for a coach that fixes the problems that I see developing. So first of all, some self-awareness involved there. Brad Stevens saw this and said, you know what, I might not be the guy. And I think that's, that's super important. And this is why... Uh, I think that he has a chance to succeed at this next level. This self-awareness that not a lot of people have. It's very hard and it's actually truly, you can read this, it's truly the sign of a great leader. A great leader understands when it's time to say, okay, you know what? Let's let's let you have your turn here. Like maybe, maybe my role is going to be a little bit different. The, me saying, I don't understand this. Let me bring someone else in to explain this or me saying, I don't, I don't know if I'm the right person for this job. I'm going to put you in charge of that. I'm going to put myself, I'm going to do a little something different. And that self-awareness is something that that's a very valuable type of skill. Hard to do, very hard to do. People don't evaluate themselves very well. People, people have a hard time taking their own advice. A lot of people give good advice. Not very many people take that same advice or can give that same advice to themselves. So Stevens saw this and said, you know what? This excuse out. The Brad Stevens coaching hot seat excuse is out. The next excuse, and this was, you know, precipitated by the financial reasons, but so I'm not saying that Brad Stevens motivation for all of this stuff was to eliminate the excuses, but along with doing this other stuff, he did chop away the excuses as well. Kemba Walker. Now, 
tax tax wise, they weren't going to pay him. They weren't going to, they, they, they needed to get rid of that salary per ownership decree. But by getting rid of Kemba Walker, that eliminates an excuse. You now elevate, and this goes hand in hand with the Marcus Smart extension. It's kind of like in this term, uh, like chains, links in a chain here, because Kemba goes, Smart gets the extension, you're the starting point guard. So no more excuse about, well, Kemba doesn't play in a back-to-back, so our lineup is in flux. No more excuse of sometimes Kemba's the point guard, sometimes Smart's the point guard. And then that changes how we have rotations off the bench. No more excuse of, well, Kemba was the guy when you signed him or traded for him, then Tatum and Brown ascended past him in the pecking order. So Walker went from one to three. And now we've got another season of Kemba trying to adjust to being the third option, but always with the ball in his hand. So we could try to be the first option. All of that stuff is gone now. It's over. That excuse is gone. No more lineup flux. Marcus Smart is the starting point guard. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are options one and two. That's very clear. There's no debate about that anymore. There's no one trying to fit in. Okay? Schroeder, he's going to be a second unit guy. All of that stuff, excuses that out they go, lineup situation solidified. Marcus Smart. Regular role, starting point guard, go out there, run the team. You have your extension. You don't have to go out there and shoot. You don't have to feel like you have to go out there and score. You don't have to feel like you're going to go through a season of auditioning. And that's part of the next thing. The extensions, Marcus Smart's extension, how this fixes Marcus Smart's game. That excuse is out as well. I'm going to talk about that, continue the conversation about eliminating excuses after I tell you about sweat block. We all know excessive perspiration is a problem. For some, it's an embarrassing problem. I understand. Trust me. Sometimes you get to talking to people. You're going to go give a big presentation. You start to sweat. You just can't stop. This is where sweat block comes in. A doctor had this problem, so a doctor came up with a solution, and now it's doctor recommended. It works for up to seven days. All you got to do is take one of these handy wipe looking things, you take your shower, you apply it to the problem area, you go to sleep, in the morning you wake up, you wash it off, coverage for up to seven days, a week of eliminating a problem that you've probably been dealing with for a long time and probably spent a lot of money trying to fix or have tried to cover it up with wearing layers in the summer, which is, I can't believe that people have to do that. Not feeling like you can wear certain colors. All of that stuff is eliminated. Wear what you want to wear. This is your little secret to confidence. You don't have to tell anybody, but this is going to work for most people. And if it doesn't, no problem, no risk. Dry shirt guarantee. If sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. So, It's very hard to find this level of confidence in a little product, but I'm telling you, you're going to get it with Sweatblock. Google it. They're not hiding anything. They want you to Google it. Check them out on the Rachel Ray Show. Check them out on Amazon. They've been a top seller on Amazon for 10 years now with over 13,000 reviews. Go read some of the reviews. They're not hiding anything. They want you to look them up. 
That's how confident Sweatblock is, and that's how confident you will be using Sweatblock. So go to sweatblock.com, use the promo code locked on, you're going to get 20% off. So you can save some money there with the promo code locked on at sweatblock.com. If you want, you can also go to Amazon and CVS to pick some up. Today's show is also brought to you by DirecTV. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. Another that lets you stream your favorite shows. And then you're watching sports highlights on your phone. You've got your neighbor's best friend's login to get you the good stuff. So I want to tell you about a simple way to get all of that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, shows, all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. The best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter, get rid of the confusion, and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Have you subscribed to the Locked On Celtics podcast yet? You can wherever podcasts exist, and you can follow us on Spotify. Make sure you check out the Locked On NBA podcast I got together with Jake Madison for the regular Wednesday show. It's big market, sort of small market with me and Jake. An amazing conversation, I I think, uh, talking about why players, former players, have become head coaches. It's an extended extended conversation about one topic, which it's a nice off-season conversation to have. So go check out the Locked On NBA podcast as well. I talk a lot about Ime Udoka, who had an excuse eliminated that people would have probably put on him when it came to Marcus Smart and Robert Williams. Another excuse eliminated was, hey, you know, you got Rob thinking about his extension. You got Marcus Smart thinking about his extension or a new contract or worrying about, hey, we're expiring contracts. We're going to get thrown into a trade. All of that stuff is gone. So Udoka can now focus on Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, how do they accentuate Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown? You don't have to worry about, hey, Smart is going to go jack up some extra shots because, hey, he's feeling it a little bit, and, hey, contract, got to get that extra million, got to get that extra two, got to go from 14 points per game to 17 points per game or 18 points per game and really start taking shots Versus making the plays that we know are the winning plays, the Marcus Smart winning plays. Robert Williams, same thing. Here he is. He's out there. He's trying to make some plays. Maybe Robert Williams would have thought, I got to start working on this 16-footer, this 17-footer. Can I extend my range out past that? And all of a sudden, Robert Williams taking shots when he should be making passes. Certainly a possibility here. That excuse was right there, ready-made for for those guys, ready-made for Udoka to be like, yeah, I can't connect to these guys because they're out there thinking about their money versus thinking about the team. With those things gone, Smart is in a regular role now. You are the starting point guard. And as I've said multiple times on this show, Marcus Smart as a starting point guard can 
focus on running the team. He can run the offense. He can catch and shoot in the corners more so than getting the ball uh, from a point guard above the break, jacking up threes. He's going to end up on different spots of the floor. I just feel like Marcus Smart's going to be in a much more defined role with a much more defined game while still being Marcus Smart and still doing all of the things that he does, the great plays on defense and all of that. So with the money in hand, he can calm down and just focus. You got the bag. He's got $74 million. That's generational wealth. That's hitting the lottery. If I hit the lottery, if I hit $74 million in the Powerball, man, I'd be thrilled. You might not see me on this podcast after that, if that happened. But Smart gets to kind of relax, stay focused, and learn Udoka's system, learn what he wants, grow with his teammates, know that, hey, I'm going to be in Boston for the next few years. I'm, he's going to be in Boston for the majority of his career now, barring a trade, of course. But that whole excuse of looking at that next contract, it's out. Robert Williams, same thing, out. There's no questions. There's no distraction. There's no people like me in the media saying, hey, you know, there's, there's a lot of rumors about you or, you know, how much are you thinking about your next contract? There's no people like me in Dallas, Dallas Mavericks reporters asking Marcus Smart when he goes to the Mavericks, hey, wouldn't you like to play here? You're kind of from near here. Wouldn't it be great if you had a homecoming? And Marcus Smart having to answer questions like that and, you know, give the I'm happy in Boston right now. I understand the NBA is a business. We'll see what happens this summer and blah, blah, blah. Something, look, it's a professional way to answer the question, but we know that would piss him off. And now that's all gone. So that's, that's I think, a huge, a huge reason for these extensions. Some, you know, solidifying these roles. And so Tatum and Brown can now feel more comfortable, Right. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown can be can look around and say, I like playing with Marcus Smart. I like playing with Robert Williams. You've eliminated an excuse by solidifying those two roles that, that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown could use because you're, you're trading out. I mean, we've already seen guys that they like get traded. That's just part of it, right? Javante Green, I'm sorry, Javante. That's part of the business. When you're Javante Green and on the fringes of the NBA, your very close friendship with Jason Tatum doesn't doesn't save you like it would somebody else, right? But it still sucks. Still sucks for Tatum. And now to see Smart potentially go, Robert Williams to potentially go, that would be, you know, that would be difficult. So now some some sanity, some calmness around Tatum and Brown. Those two guys can look around and be like, all right, I know who my point guard is. I know who my center is. I can develop a rapport with these guys. Can really focus. I know I'm comfortable with, let's really work with Robert Williams. Here's where we're going to set these picks. Here's what I'm seeing. Let's get together. Let's come, come over to get dinner. Let's really kind of build this even stronger. I mean, they've been doing that stuff anyway. But that comfort of when you come over, you're not talking about like, geez, I wonder where I'm going to be next year. I hope that this is going to be, I hope this isn't the last dinner that we have together. I hope that, you know, we'll see. I feel like I'm going to get traded or I don't think they're going to resign me. Those conversations are out. It's all basketball. It's all love. It's all friendship. You know what I mean? Like those, those little things 
that erode chemistry. Those conversations happen all the time. Guys are, everybody knows in the locker room. Everybody knows he can get traded. Everybody knows that contracts come and go. Everybody knows that stuff. But to eliminate that excuse to say these guys, for the most part, the core guys are going to be together. And when they get together, they can feel comfortable and not blindsided by the business. Now, of course, everybody gets blindsided by the business from time to time in this league. That's just going to happen. But for now, they can feel comfortable as they get through this, this next season, this kind of bridge year that's turning into a better year. And turning it into a better year is the last excuse that Brad Stevens has eliminated. That whole, we're going to rely on Tatum and Brown to, to have like insane usage rates and average 35 points apiece because they have no choice. That's gone. These guys have help. That's coming up next. First, I got to tell you about Built Bar, which if you're not going to Built.com on a regular basis, when you're running low on your Built Bars, you're missing out because you're missing out on these flavors, these new flavors. They had like an apple almond uh, flavor drop recently. And it's, it's if you missed it, then it's gone. So you got to go regularly to check them out. They have a ton of flavors. They're awesome flavors. Coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted car- caramel, uh, that all has basically 130 to 180 calories, 17 to 18 grams of protein, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 net carbs. It's delicious. It's healthy. If you've got a nut allergy, there are plenty of options. If you're on a keto diet, no problem. These work. These are going to help you get through those workouts. Maybe you're running late and you need to grab a built Bar to get so you can get into that car and go through traffic because you know you're going to have to get to work on time. This is going to at least get you there without walking into the door hangry. After a workout, you're going to have protein to feed your muscles. The calories don't blow out your cardio that you just did. It's it's a really I, I love them. It's a delicious product. Uh, people I, I talk about them so much that people send me pictures of when they order. So. Do it. Go ahead. Pick one up. They are now the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That's pretty cool. So go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCK15. Best part of promo code LOCK15 works every single time. It doesn't expire every single time. Go get an assorted box. Just buy one. Check it out. Figure out what flavors you like. Go back. Buy three, four boxes of the flavors that you like. LOCK15 gets you 15% off every single time at Built.com. Also brought to you by Bet Online. It's football time again. So, pro and college football is right around the corner, and Bet Online is your number one spot to bet on all of that. Updated odds, props, and contests, the biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest, and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest. Open now at Bet Online. If you use the promo code locked on when you sign up, you're going to get a 100% welcome bonus. So whatever you drop in there, they match it. You win your first bet with the promo code locked on when you sign up and make that first deposit. Also, if you use the promo code NFL100, you get a free bet up to 25 bucks on the Buccaneers-Dallas Cowboys game on opening night, September 9th. If you lose, 
up to 25 bucks, your wager is refunded. If you win, you win. Great. So check out Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, football, basketball, boxing, your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Don't wait to take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Please gamble responsibly. Be sure to follow our social channels at LO Celtics on Twitter and at Locked On Celtics on Instagram. The last excuse out the door eliminated by the moves that Brad Stevens has made. The these guys have no help. Now, after free agency opened, there was a lot of, hey, what's Brad Stevens doing? What's Boston doing? Why aren't they signing anybody? There were there was a lot of consternation, but he waited. He got Josh Richardson, which was the the rest of the Gordon Hayward traded player exception. He got Dennis Schroeder, read the market right, kind of got lucky, got Schroeder on the taxpayer mid level. He sent out Kemba Walker in a salary dump, got back Al Horford, which was acceptable to the owners. And you have now a useful guy to help not only get you bench minutes, but mentor Robert Williams some more. Now, Robert Williams has talked very glowingly about Al Horford. Rob is at a very pivotal point in his career now. He is, he's got his money. So he got himself that four-year extension. So he's got 50 plus million dollars coming to him. That's great. You have a team that's looking to use him in some similar ways to Al Horford. Obviously, Al Horford is a stretch big and Robert Williams is not. Hey, maybe maybe Al can can kind of show Rob a little bit of the, you know, what it takes. How do you extend your range? Because Horford never shot the three. Now, he's always a decent shooter, so it's a little bit different. He had that skill set, and he just stepped further back. But Rob can learn the, the progression from, from Al. Now that he's there, now that Rob is at this starting level and can, can be the guy that, that makes backdoor passes and, and hits guys on the wings after catching the ball in the roll, can spin and, and find the guy in the corner after the defense collapses – Rob can do all of that stuff on offense. He can now learn next steps. He can really go into the next steps of his development. So that doesn't happen without searching out the deal that gets Kemba back with a player. So, and then he used one of the players that he got back to facilitate the the, uh, Josh Richardson deal. Richardson's been extended. Brad's given himself that flexibility that I talked about in yesterday's show. But now you look at this, this roster and you say, okay, now I can start to see the minutes breakdown. And I'll talk about the minutes breakdown. I'm going to write about it. It'll be on Boston Sports Journal on Wednesday throughout the day. So make sure you're checking that out. But you're looking at Tatum and Brown getting their mid-30s minutes. Marcus Smart getting his mid-30s minutes now as the starter. Robert Williams... And, and Al Horford, whatever the minutes breakdown is going to be, those two are primarily going to split the center minutes. 
there will be some opportunity for Ennis Cantor. There will be some opportunity for, for other guys. Uh, but it's going to be primarily those two guys. And then you're looking at the fifth starter. Who's that going to be? Could be Josh Richardson. I've made the case for Aaron Neesmith. But if I'm, I'm going to guess it's Josh Richardson. He's probably going to get 30 minutes a game. So now you look at the bench and you've got Horford, Schroeder, Pritchard, Neesmith. Those guys are going to get their fair share of minutes. Grant Williams, situationally. Uh, Romeo Wankford, situationally. I don't know how those guys are going to develop, but you look at the nine-man rotation, and about nine deep is, is, a, is how far you should go in the regular season. Smart, Tatum, Brown, Richardson, Robert Williams. If Josh Richardson can get back to any semblance of who he was in Miami, then he'll be great. And I think starting with those other guys, less pressure than playing next to Luka in, in whatever was going on in Dallas, that could really work. You got Marcus Smart willing to pass him the ball and, and make him better versus whatever. Whatever was happening in Dallas. No COVID. Hopefully that all works out. So there's a chance that, that Josh can be the guy. Schroeder, I've already talked about Schroeder getting his minutes and doing what he's going to do off the bench. Um, Horford, like I said. Neesmith and Pritchard, we saw them in Summer League. Can they, can they step up and get 15 to 20 minutes apiece? If that happens, that's it. Those are all the minutes. I mean, I broke down the minutes on that Boston Sports Journal piece that will publish on Wednesday. That, that breakdown, there aren't many minutes left for Pritchard and Neesmith, and we're counting on those guys. There's no minutes left for Romeo Langford. I don't know where, where they're going to get him for him. There's no minutes left for Grant Williams. He's only going to get situational small ball minutes, I think. But, I mean, obviously it's too early to be talking about minutes. But point here is we've eliminated the excuse of no depth, of no bench, of, of all of that stuff. There is actual now opportunity here to maybe even pare down Tatum and Brown from 35 minutes to 32, 33 during the regular season. I think that would be nice. It's, it doesn't sound like much, two, three minutes a game, but over 80 games, 78 games, whatever they play, 80, let's say it's 80, and you save three minutes a game. That's 240 minutes that you've saved these guys off of their legs. 240 minutes, what's that, eight, seven games, basically? Something like that, six that's where that's the end of my math. That's the end of my math capability. But you're actually saving them multiple games. It's actually let's see, 50 four five games. You're saving them a few games of wear and tear. It's almost like sort of in a roundabout way giving them a load management day. You know? It piles up at the end and if you take those minutes off at the end, great. Then you ramp them up at the end of the season. And you get them ready for playoff minutes. So whole point here is the excuse of, wow, we're going to have to run these guys ragged out the door. It seems there's actual depth here now. So again, Brad Stevens didn't make these moves to eliminate excuses, but 
as I'm looking ahead to next season storylines, things that we thought might have been storylines slowly tick away. And got to give credit to Brad Stevens. His first offseason, pretty good. Pretty good when you take everything into consideration, where the Celtics were, what the parameters were, cutting salary, all of that stuff, the limitations that he had. Pretty good offseason to start for Brad Stevens. A lot of work left to be done. And, you know, I'm not going to crown him anything yet. There are many, many seasons. This is just the first step in trying to build a champion. The goal isn't to eliminate excuses and have a nice story and maybe a competitive, fun team for Boston, but to win a championship. And that's where we'll judge whether he can do that or not. But for now, where we are, that first step, positive step forward, a lot of these excuses are eliminated. That means this team can go out there and just focus on playing hard. And this is the bottom line. Focus on playing hard. The reason why I even thought about all of this is the quote from Brad Stevens the, the other day when he talked to the media. I want to be a team that Boston can really get behind, that plays with a great edge, that plays with the grit and toughness that's necessary to compete at the very, very high level. Last season, not their fault, but lots of excuses from last season. COVID, all of that stuff. And again, I'm not saying excuses in a bad way. Just lots of explanations from last season. And these guys could never get to where they needed to be. They could never find that grit and toughness and all of that stuff. It was just not there. This season, kind of a response in some ways to last season. And a lot of these excuses that were there are gone. The Celtics can actually be this team that plays with a great edge, grit and toughness, and can compete at a very high level. The type of team that Boston wants to cheer for. Gritty, hard-nosed Boston. The type of Boston that has to wake up at 5 a.m. to clear two feet of snow off of their car and get to work. You go to work and it's dark out. You come back from work and it's dark out. It's minus whatever degrees outside. It's snowing. It's sleeting. It's traffic everywhere. Boston is consistently pissed off during the winter. It's even worse during a pandemic. To go out there and watch a team that doesn't play hard, just capper on this. But now, this team could actually go out there and play hard. If they just do that, everything else is set up. It's a bridge year. This team is temporary in a lot of ways. But... This could be the team to cheer for and say, hey, we can look back on this season and say it wasn't anything that led to a championship, but man, it was fun. And who knows what moves can build on that championship team. We'll have to see moving forward what it is. No matter what, I will be here talking about it unless I hit the lottery, but I will be here talking about it Monday through Friday here on the Daily Locked On Celtics podcast. It's free. It's available across all platforms, including YouTube. So wherever you feel comfortable listening to and watching the show, subscribe there. Give a comment on the YouTube page. Interact. I try to interact with the comments. Have a conversation with each other. Let's have some fun together. That's what I'm trying to do here on a daily basis to give you a little something that adds to your Celtics experience. Hopefully you enjoy it. Hopefully you will subscribe to the show, and especially I hope that you will share 
this show. Tell your family, your friends, your neighbors, everybody that they should be listening to and watching the Locked On Celtics podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network.